the Making Sense of Life podcast, episode 21. According to J.K. Rowling, life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's total control. The humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. The Making Sense of Life podcast will not only empower you to navigate through a fast-changing world, but also to grow in body, mind and spirit. Inward change precedes outer transformation. As the ancient Greek author Plutarch once said, what we achieve inwardly will change outer reality. This podcast is sponsored by Logos Medical Legal. Sunil also works privately with senior leaders. Go to drsunil.com forward slash corporate to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Making Sense of Life podcast with me, Andrew Horton, and Dr. Sunil Rahesha. Sunil, thanks for joining us again. It's great to be here with you, Andrew. Great. Now, today on the podcast, we are looking at the subject of grit, which is interesting, isn't it, Sunil? Why, why are we looking at grit today? Well, it is actually a fascinating subject, really. When we think of the word grit, we tend to think about, well, you we can in different ways, really. You can think about those little pieces of sand or stone that are found in air, food or water. Um, and when you think about grit in those terms, it's a bit of an irritation. But in the same way, like a piece of grit that gets into an oyster and causes an irritation to that oyster, eventually it becomes a great pearl. And um, that's why I think we want to talk about grit, because if we can get grit into our lives, then there's amazing consequences and results that can come from that. It's fascinating, as you say, you don't think grit is a, is a good word at all, do you? But it can be turned into a, a very good word, can't it? Yes, I mean, it's something to do, I mean, and obviously we're talking more from a psychological perspective, it's something to do with firmness of character mm. or this tendency to keep going mm. in spite of setbacks or failure. It's about passion and perseverance for long-term goals. Now, there have been some very famous examples of people that have... have uh, showed grit in their lives I mean, I mean think of some of the uh, uh perhaps a marathon runner or or someone that's gone to the moon or something and had to endure quite a lot but tell us about some examples you found that of people of, of people that have showed some really good grit to, to overcome adversity as it were yes i mean there are there are lots of examples um some that come to mind famous ones that come to mind is somebody like, say, J.K. Rowling, the author of the whole Harry Potter series. Mm. She personally struggled with depression, and after the failure of her first marriage, she contemplated suicide. And then she started writing, and it wasn't plain sailing, because she, she wrote her first Harry Potter book, but then had to have 12 rejections right. before it was finally uh, accepted, and then we all know what happened after that. Not, not many people would, would have 12 rejections on, on a story idea, and then... And then and and to develop and become really successful, would they? Yeah, or or even think about it. Say she'd given up at number ten or number eleven and said yes. no point, yeah. and she was, when she was just one more application away from from breaking through. Mm. So it's really important. So who else have we got on your list? You know. Uh, yeah, and we've talked about him before, but uh, Abraham Lincoln, probably arguably the, the greatest president of the United States, um, he struggled with depression, had lots and lots of setbacks. Uh, in his life, um, in terms of losing 
um, his his children um, trying to get elected and mm. being defeated again and again and again. Um, you, say, you say he struggled with depression. Absolutely, yes. I mean that that we've talked about that in on, on previous podcasts and uh, on blog posts as well. Uh, I've just got a quote here from 1841. He writes, "I'm now the most miserable man living." If what I feel were equally distributed to the whole human family, there would not be one cheerful face on the earth. Whether I shall ev- ever be better, I cannot tell. I awfully forebode I shall not. To remain as I am is impossible. I must die or be better, it appears to me. A pretty depressing thing to say, really. Mm. That was in, 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 18, in 1841. And, um, and yet he went on to become, I think, arguably, probably the, the greatest president ever that the United States ever, ever had. And Winston Churchill is another one, isn't he? Who, who's someone who overcame depression as well. Is that right? Absolutely, and who, uh, who, who used to talk about not going too near railway tracks because he was afraid that he might actually try to 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 to, uh, to, to jump in front of a train and things like that. So it's, but again, there's something about Churchill, the fact that he, as it were, was able to face his dark side that gave him enormous grit to deal with the Nazi threat, to, to see the Nazi threat before anybody else could. And then to, as it were, his famous blood, sweat and tears speech, the ability to say, well, times are tough and it's going to be hard, but we have everything to to have victory um, at a time when I think most people thought it was impossible. So it sounds a bit like the, the depression or whatever kind of adversity you, you have to overcome or rejection like J.K. Rowling had, it sort of acts as like a proving ground in a sense isn't it? So. yes i think it, it, it it's certainly a, a testing ground yes i mean a more modern example is somebody like steve jobs i mean he dropped out of college and i think it's incredible when you think about it for somebody like him he and he ended up uh, lying on dormitory floors uh of friends and sleeping on their floors mm. and he would collect five cents coke bottles to buy food mm. and uh he only had one formula week and he did he I think that was on a Sunday. He would walk seven miles to the local Hare Krishna temple, where he would get a free vegetarian meal. Yeah. And what happened to him? I've never heard of Steve Jobs. Before. <laughs> you never heard of Steve Jobs? Yeah. <laughs> well, there we are. Well, I think there's a lot, <laughs> lot of Apple products out there, and uh, it's made a big difference in many people's lives, including ours. Yes. As of course, I just for the record, I, I did, did know who Steve Jobs was. Um, so, um, so now that's, that's some some big names who've, who've uh, and some big kind of characters who've who've uh, overcome adversity or struggle or depression or whatever to to to, to go on to great things and, and you're saying you're saying that that's partly or mostly to do with the grit they have yes and if we go back to it so grit is passion and perseverance for long-term goals you know it's about having stamina it's about sticking this is, this is using the words of angela duckworth she's written a very good book i've just got it down here actually on on grit just simply called the power of passion and perseverance by angela duckworth and she talks about um grit is sticking with your future day in day out not just for the week not just for the month but for years and working really hard to make the future a reality grit is living like life like it's a marathon and not a sprint and i think you know churchill jk rowling steve jobs they they illustrate many aspects of that okay now I was reading on one of your blog posts, which is called The Difference Grit Can Make to You. Um, and you talk there about um, the acronym that um, uh, is, is that there's an acronym there that you talk about. 
Tell me about it. What's this, what's this acronym? <laughs> well, it's actually from uh, another book. We mentioned the early one by Angela Duckworth. And another one by uh, Linda Kaplan-Taylor and Robin Caval is Grit to Great, How Perseverance, Passion and Pluck Take You from Ordinary to Extraordinary. And they give this very helpful acronym, which spells out, surprise, surprise, G-R-I-T. Uh, the G stands for guts, or if you like, courage. Right. And the courage to take on tough challenges and not shrink back. And the thing about courage is that you never actually ever grow out of the need for courage. Because courage means stepping out of your comfort zone. And we're always having to do that if we're going to grow. So we need cut, you know, guts, guts or courage. And it's important to understand that courage is not the absence of fear, but courage is moving forward even when you're afraid, even when it scares you. Mm. Um, I think, was it General Patton said, courage is fear holding on a minute longer. And another example is a man called Dan Sullivan, who has a large uh, uh, coaching organisation called Strategic Coach. And he talks about courage. Well, he talks about fear, first of all. He talks about fear as as what what causes you to have wet pants he's American he's Canadian or, <laughs> or wet trousers but courage is doing what you need to do with wet trousers right yeah, yeah. yeah. that distinction that, that kind of paradox there. yes so again this whole point that fear so courage is not the absence of fear but courage is moving forward still afraid Hmm. Like that. so that's, that's g that's for g. guts that's right <laughs> then the r is 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 a word that we've looked at a lot actually that the word resilience mm. and uh that's podcast number 13 if if, if uh, our listeners want to, to listen to that in more detail but that's the ability to master change thrive under pressure and bounce back from setbacks you know like a rubber band you know you fall down you get back up again you fall down you get back up again that ability just to to keep on persevering on and not allowing yourself to be overly discouraged or disheartened but just moving forward regardless so you're saying it's about not giving up basically yeah not giving up yeah so guts resilience the i is initiative okay that is the ability to take the first step to you know not just have a sort of a sort of fatalistic attitude of what will be will be but to keep exploring options and possibilities to keep on having as it were flexible thinking okay this way is not working let me try another way let me try another way let me keep on trying um, and it, it's 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 not tr- working harder, but it's if you like thinking smarter, and it's thinking mm. in in a variety of ways. Uh, the example that comes to my mind was that, was the story of, uh, and I don't know how true this is, but it, it was the story that I read. Uh, but you could imagine it happening of a tr- of a truck getting um, stuck underneath a bridge, and uh, the you know a whole lot of engineers were called to try and fix the problem. So like, well, how do we get this uh, this truck? Um, th- uh, th- through this bridge where it's stuck, mm. and so the engineers were thinking about how do we, uh, how do we dismantle the bridge? How do we dismantle the truck? There was all sorts of things, and then this little boy came along and said, "Well, why don't you just t- uh, deflate the t- tires?" <laughs> and it was as simple as that. Um, it's very easy to get stuck in a certain way of thinking, so it's this initiative, this ability to to think outside the box, to think flexibly, to think creatively, to think imaginatively. So that's initiative, yeah. So that's that's core to, to grit. It's the eye of grit, as it were. Yeah. Uh, um, so that's G-R-I. And the T? The T is the tenacity, that ability to stay focused on a goal, to keep showing up. You know, um, an old boss of mine used to say, the world is run by those who show up. And what he meant by that is that, you know, when, when things need to happen, most people sort of well they, they give up or they feel tired or they or, or or they don't get to the important meetings 
but it's this ability to, which is not very common to 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 keep on going um and to keep persevering on um so that you reach your your full potential but you've got to really love what you're doing i mean uh, pablo casals i know if you've heard of him he was a, a world-renowned um cellist and he was asked at the age of 93 why he continued to practice uh, the cello three hours a day and i just love his reply he said I'm just beginning to notice some improvement, <laughs> and so it's 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 that love with with getting better and and uh, and, and moving forward. That's that's the, the the tenacity. Great. Okay. Um. So that's grit uh, in terms of an acronym, but how can we go on to develop grit? Do you think so? You know, you know, obviously a lot, a lot of our listeners would be asking, well, that's how we can define it. That's how we can uh, uh, think of it in in an acronym in terms of guts resilience initiative and, and tenacity but how can we how can we develop grit yeah that's a really good question um because it's all very well to talk about it and uh i can certainly look at times in my life where i've not had grit where i've given up and i've just felt like throwing in the towel um and i think it's, it's fair to say that you have to think about what it is you want to develop grit in because there are obviously areas where we are more able than others mm. and so the first question to ask yourself is what endlessly fascinates me mm. you know do i ever get involved in something so deeply that nothing else seems to matter that that i lose complete track of time even um we've talked about this in 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 uh, another blog blog post but it's this whole idea of flow uh, that was f first brought by um i think he's hungarian a hungarian psychologist with with a name that's is seems unpronounceable but mm. it's actually his name is chick sent me high right. and he says it's finding something that you just lose all track of time in that you're just completely absorbed by um and that's that's being in in the flow mm. um now for me you know i've always been endlessly fascinated by people understanding them and getting to know what makes them tick that's sure. always fascinated me and i think that's probably why i went into psychiatry which is understanding people in, in, in a full way as possible in their body, mind and spirit. Mm. Um, and it's obviously grown into, you know, podcasting as well. You know, we, we've had the privilege of interviewing quite a, a variety of people and some very, very fascinating people as well. Mm. Um, and so for me, you know, I, I find I, I get lost in the three R's, reading, reflecting and relating. But again, it's, it's asking us myself, ourselves the question, what do I really get fascinated by? What, what, what do I really enjoy doing? I suspect for you, Andrew, it's probably in the area of sound recording and and producing videos and 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 the whole technology side. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think one of my real passions is is just just communicating, communicating because <laughs> I can't even say it properly. Uh, communicating. Um, I love communicating messages and clar having clarity in in communication in terms of uh, even though I've stumbled just then in terms of helping to help other people um clarify what their message is what their brand is what their their usp is and that sort yeah, of thing so points, yeah. yeah unique selling points so i guess that's one of my passions and i guess as a christian a follower of christ uh i want to do that for, you know for the glory of god as well so. right okay. so the key thing is asking yourself what endlessly fascinates me because it's got to start there because the second point is whatever whatever you do whatever i do I've, we always find this is that there'll always be frustrations and setbacks you set out on a task 
and then things go wrong. They don't go the way you want. Problems arise that you never thought of. And so are you able to view the frustrations as a necessary part of the process? Because, I mean, I mean, none of us like frustrations. None of us like it when things don't go the way we want them to go. But are we able to reframe those frustrations in, into a way that can um, help us to move forward? I mean, I, I, an example of that I always go back to is I, I you know, I'll confess this straight away, is that I'm not a... I'm not a computer person. As much as it might surprise people, I do not like technology. It, 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 it's not my forte. Mm. And when the computer doesn't do something that that I don't like, that I don't expect or don't want, it's very easy for my heart to sink and think, oh, and to give a deep groan. Mm. But I had this uh, good friend of mine, uh, Abhishek Banerjee, who I've written about in previous posts, mm. who sadly passed away in 2014. But he was my um, technology guy. This mm. is in the early 2000s. And when I would show him a problem on the computer, I always used to be amazed just by his reaction. He, he would, the computer would do something that, that he wasn't, ex that wasn't expected. And he would literally say, his, his face would brighten up and he'd say, that's really wonderful. That's fantastic. That's amazing. And the fact that, that the computer or the piece of technology, technology wasn't doing what it's supposed to do gave him a real buzz because he was curious to know mm. why is it not doing what I want it to do? Yeah. And there was this real desire to sort out this problem, which, which he got a real buzz from, which it certainly did not give me a buzz. Mm. So he, he was able to view frustration as a necessary part of the process for that area in his life. That's fascinating, isn't it, that you can... Um, it's very individual, isn't it? We'll, we'll, we'll have our own things that fascinate us, whatever it is. It can, it's quite a big spectrum of things. So, um, And that's why it's so important. The first question is really important. What endlessly fascinates me? Because you've got to have the perseverance and passion to keep going. Because if it doesn't fascinate you, you won't develop grit. You can't just switch on grit in something that you that you don't particularly like doing. Because you you won't have the passion and perseverance to keep going. You got me thinking, Sunil. <laughs> I think one of the things that really really fascinates me is... Tell me if it's too broad, but lives transformed, seeing lives transformed by messages or communications or videos, whatever I'm producing, is that too vague? Or Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair enough. I mean, what you're talking about there is that you love to see lives transformed, but the particular means you want to do that is, again, this is the power of technology, because if you can master the technology, then you can see lives transformed around the world. One of the things that actually going to this podcast that that's that's uh fascinates me really which i think you'll which hopefully will encourage you is that we have 20 people in mozambique who listen to these podcasts uh -huh. who they are i've never been to mozambique I, I i i don't plan to go to mozambique i've got nobody i know there but it's wonderful to know that there are some people in mozambique who i think are, are benefiting from this yeah it's fascinating isn't it so what we're doing here chatting and and discussing the topic of grit is, is, is transforming lives hopefully yeah. yes that's right and and that's and i suppose with your interest in technology and, and communications methods and and the technology around that that's hopefully developing grit in those areas mm, great okay moving on to what, so the third one actually is linked to what we're just saying is about can you find a greater purpose in what you're doing okay and so in terms of are we contributing to the well-being of others are you able to find a big enough why to what you're doing? Because the bigger and more meaningful that purpose and the more reasons you can find for persevering, because the more reasons you can give for doing something, the more likely you are to persevere through it when the challenges and setbacks come. Okay, so that's number three of our seven points on how you can develop grit. Carry on, Sunil, that's great. 
The other big one is this whole issue about hope. Do you have hope that you can change and grow? And this is a little bit tied up with um, another sort of um, blog post we've, we've had, which is about having a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Mm. And it's it's when, when problems and difficulties arise, do you think, well, actually, I can grow through this or am I just stuck in my abilities? Mm. Um, because having a growth mindset, you can then can then be a stepping stone to future achievement. Mm. It's almost like you can, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. In a sense. Absolutely, yes. You and you're not put off by the fact that um, nothing seems to be working out at the moment, mm. and that you seem to be hitting brick walls all the time. Mm. Mm. Um, but I think you know it, it's it's interesting. I it's a very simple example, but if you were to you know stand outside your house at three o'clock in the morning it's pitch black or hopefully it's pitch black it's pitch dark mm-hmm. and you could think well if you didn't know any better that it's always going to be pitch dark but come 12 hours and it's say you know three o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon and the, the sun is shining brightly mm. it's the complete opposite so it's this ability to say well this too will pass mm. um that we can as it were we can have hope for the future mm. I remember reading about um, a technique in CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy. They use where they say that well, it's not so much a technique, but a kind of a way of thinking about the your whatever's going on in your life. The, the sky always is always the same behind the whatever clouds or dark clouds yes. coming over you. Yes, that's right. Or if you, if I or I always think you know when flying into into Britain, you know you you'd be flying above um, above the clouds, there'd be bright sunshine, and then you'd fly into London, you'd go through the clouds, and it'd be dark and gloomy, and it'd be raining. But you thought, well, hold on, when we were up above the clouds, the sky, the, you know, the sun was shining just just, just as brightly. Okay, so number five of the seven simple ways we can develop grit. Actually, before we talk, let's just go back to hope because I think sure, hope, hope, is, hope is a really because we talk about hope, and I I think it's it's worth just just reflecting on that a little bit more because mm. you know, as someone said, human beings can live live about forty days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but you can only you can't live for one second without hope. The loss of hope is intrinsic to to life itself you take it away and you, you you'd commit suicide if you took that away so so you don't mean necessarily that the thinking in a hopeful way for for more for less than one second is the problem it's yeah, it, it, no, it, it's, it, it's the, it's the, the the attitude is it yeah because because i mean what we should say obviously we use hope in a funny way don't we we say um i hope it doesn't rain tomorrow by which we mean it may or may not rain tomorrow <laughs> and i just and i'm i'm hoping that it doesn't now i think when we use the word hope it's actually about a future certainty it's about a confidence that uh that that things will come through Mm. maybe not the way i know or the way i expect but um that 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 there will be a solution so hope is gk chesterton talks about hope is the power of being cheerful in circumstances we know to be desperate Mm. um so it's and we'll, 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 yeah, I mean, so it's, it, and it's, it, it's actually probably, I, mean, I think we're going to talk about this later on, but it's most deeply rooted in, in the world of biblical theology. Mm. We'll, we'll come to that. Okay, so number five. The other one is, is then about being, becoming an over preparer. And one of the major findings from Duckworth's research is that actually talent is, is overrated. You know, we see someone who's really good, say, a very good football player or mm. a, um, a great tennis player or mm. a great speaker. 
and we say wow isn't that amazing you know how good they are they're, they're, they're so they're so gifted and they probably are very gifted I mean but behind the talent is a lot of effort mm. uh, and uh, Angela Duckworth talks helpfully about talent times effort equals skill but skill isn't enough, you see, because skill has to be multiplied by effort mm. to reach achievement. Right. So having talent is only the first step. You've got to be hungry enough and willing enough to keep going the extra mile, to keep on doing when other people are, are going to give up. Mm. Um, so, so in, in a sense, you could be a, a great little footballer in the, in, in the park as a schoolboy, but you might never make it into the Premier League. If, yeah. if you don't train and practice skills and learn your, your, your trade, as it were. Well, absolutely. But I mean, and having said that, there are a lot of people who are very, very talented at football. But it's this combination of talent times effort to develop the skill. But then it goes up another notch, the skill times the effort. That's why, you know, if you talk one about, say, premiership football, I mean, there's a very, very small fraction of number of people who really reach that, that, mm. that, that level. And yet there are so many of them who are so talented. Mm. Um and so it's you've got to really love what you're doing that goes back to that first point again because there is no guarantee of the success even then so you've got to be successful before you achieve an external goal so we've got 20 listeners in mozambique i wonder how many listeners you've got in the premier league it'd be quite easy <laughs> well let's see i have no idea <laughs> yeah um and so that that's about being an over preparer, but you've got to be you'll only be an over preparer if you love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number six here on your blog post, seven simple ways you can develop grit is stepping off the edge. What do you mean by that, Sina? Well, this is where you need courage again, really, because I hope, I hope it's not the edge of a cliff. Well, it's I'm not talking about the edge, going off on the edge of a cliff into danger, into something that is completely foolhardy, mm. but it's the realization that conditions will never be perfect before I step out it's the willingness to have the courage to do something maybe for the first time that's what you've got to have um yeah I, I think that's that's fascinating to know how, how the conditions might not be perfect but we carry on anyway I I remember when I did a stand-up comedy course oh, really? uh, back no, in we learned new yes every day. back in 2011 six-week course every Monday evening and then we had to perform in front of 200 people at a big comedy club in London. And I remember thinking, well, I don't know my gags that I've written perfectly. I'm not sure if it's going to go down perfectly. But as you say, you just go out realising that conditions will never be perfect. And you won't deliver every gag perfectly. But you have to sometimes, well, all the time, you have to just go for it, don't you? Well, yes, and I think that's what holds people back because we, we want to see the whole picture. Mm. And Cause we're, we're almost scared of... We want to control it, don't we, in a sense? We want to control the outcome. And it's understandable because, obviously, you don't want to... You, you don't want to, to, to look foolish. You, mm. you don't want to put your to put your foot in it and, and, and be a disaster. But then it's also, I suppose, saying, if this goes horribly wrong, that's okay as well. Mm. Uh, so, But I think the key thing is, if you're going to then step out, is goes back to over preparing and you know you do your due, due, due diligence you do your homework okay yeah. so you 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 learn as much as you can you find out as all the options as much as you can you, you find out the potential consequences of each of the options then you then as it were set a deadline to yourself because if you don't set a deadline then the tendency is then to keep on procrastinating to keep on putting it off 
you get advice from the from the right people from people who maybe are ahead of you or who know more than you in that area uh, and and get their insight and wisdom uh, and then also I think it's ensure that any decisions you make are based on values and principles that you believe in and are congruent with with who you are it's really important to do that mm. um, and then think through the emotions impl implications of making that tough call yeah no. okay so we've gone through six points here uh, why don't you summarize those for us yeah. yeah so the six points we've gone through which are part of the seven simple ways you can develop grit are number one ask yourself what endlessly fascinates me two is can you view frustrations as a necessary part of the process three is can you find a greater purpose in what you are doing then we have do you have hope that you can change and grow Number five is become an over-preparer. That's learning about how it's not just about raw talent or skill. It's about building that, that skill and preparing and, and training to, to, to get to the place where you need to be. And number six, uh, stepping off the edge, which is, as Suna was saying, about not putting yourself in a position of danger, but realising that conditions will never be perfect before we step out and do something brave. So... Coming to land now, number seven. And so is then is going is doing the extra thirty minutes by just applying yourself a little bit more, a little bit more than other people, that extra half an hour, you know, then you can actually achieve more than the th than you thought possible. You can step over that line that may well give you the result that you're looking for. Again, if you we talk about J.K. Rowling, if she'd the 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 fact that she did that twelfth application mm. for for that book proposal yeah she stepped over that line to do that little bit extra is what made the difference you know they say from going from ordinary to extraordinary is just that little bit extra mm. she loved her books she loved her characters she felt they, that they needed to they, they needed a wider audience and so that gave her the grit to um to go that extra mile to go for that extra i don't know if it's 30 minutes but to make that to make that extra application mm. uh, and then as they say all the rest was history Great, Sunil. So that's seven simple ways we can develop grit. Uh, just recapping where we've been on this podcast so far. We've been, uh, first of all, looking at what uh, we mean by grit and also some famous examples of people that have shown grit in their lives to overcome adversity or to overcome illness and to do great things. We've then looked at the acronym GRIT, um, which is Guts, Resilience, Initiative and Tenacity. And then we've looked at how we can develop grit, as we've just said, the seven simple ways you can develop grit. All these, uh, uh, all this information is on the, the the blog site, which is drsunil.com. And and just coming into land now, Sunil, you and I are both followers of Christ, and we we believe uh, in in Jesus Christ and His uh, death and resurrection. Um, tell us about how we can. Um, develop grit from a christian perspective perhaps for, yeah so for, i think in the bible the, the chapter on grit for me is probably hebrews chapter 12 mm. and i'll just read some parts of it um what the writer in, says is therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses he talks about throwing off everything that hinders and he says the sin that so easily entangles and he calls us to run with perseverance the race that's marked out for us. So if you like, he's saying that each person has a unique 
race to run. We're not competing against each other, but there's a unique race for each of us to run. And then he calls us to fix our eyes on Jesus, who he says is the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Mm. And th this is fascinating. And this, I think, is, is, is the grit line. He says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So Jesus went to the cross looking beyond the cross for the joy that was there. Mm. And, and he was then able to sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. And the joy that was set before him was, was by dying, was to bring, other, to bring you and me to himself. So that was the joy that, mm. that was set before him. And then, then the writer says, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart or, or, mm. like, or, or lose the grit. So consider him, how, how he endured. And then he talks about, fascinating, in, in, in that first part of, of, of that chapter, he talks about enduring hardship as discipline. Mm. And he says that nobody, nobody enjoys discipline, but that it produces a harvest of righteousness for those who have been trained by it. Mm. And if you think about it, if you think about a, a muscle and you, know, you do some exercise yeah. and you feel completely exhausted uh, and what you've had done, you know, maybe you've been running, maybe you've been um, playing a sport. Mm. And it's as if, you know, those muscle fibers are stretched to breaking point. Mm. But when they heal, those muscle fibers will actually heal so that they're actually stronger. Stronger, yeah. And that's what grit does, be that in a physical sense or be that in a spiritual sense. Or, you know, in, in life experience, you go through an experience and it's really tough, it's really painful, it's really hard. Uh, Nietzsche said, what doesn't kill me only makes me stronger. Mm. And it's that ability to say, okay, I've been through this tough, tough circumstances, but I'm still standing and I'm going to use this to, I'm going to allow God to use this to, to make me in, into a stronger into a more well-rounded, maybe a more sensitive, a more empathic, a more caring person. I think we can also see in the, in the life of Christ as well how he um, displayed some of those elements of developing grit, wasn't it? So he kind of he 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 saw the frustrations of his disciples as a necessary part of the process, in a sense, which is one of our of our points here on our seven simple ways you can develop grit, and. Um, he saw the greater purpose in what he was doing. He saw that he was, he was doing the will of his father and and, and, and dying on the cross for our sins, so that we could be saved. Yes, yeah, so I, I think there's something about yeah. If you take if you take the whole of his life, in that sense, yes, absolutely. I mean, in terms of dealing with disciples who didn't have a clue about what he was doing <laughs> or where he was going or what the whole purpose of the cross was, getting it completely wrong. Mm. Um, and yes, certainly having the bigger picture and looking beyond what he could see in front of him. And, and I think uh, that's so important for us in our lives is seeing that the frustrations and problems and difficulties of life um, are stepping stones to future greatness, if you like. I mean, I think Paul writes about, he says, uh, I consider our, our present suff sufferings as nothing compared to the glory that, that, that awaits us in Christ. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, you can get all the show notes for this episode from drsunil.com. And could you do us a favour? Head over to iTunes to rate the programme 
This is by far the best way to get this content into the hands of those who need it most. Also, do you think about who you could pass details of the podcast on to? Don't forget to check out the blog for more great content. That's drsunil.com, helping you to make sense of life in a challenging and complex world. Until next time, goodbye for now.